Hello. Um, we're looking at John 8 today. Um, so we have the story of the um, woman accused of adultery and also Jesus talking to the Pharisees and claiming to be um, the light of the world and the Pharisees saying that he's bearing witness about himself so he isn't telling the truth. He's, his testimony isn't truth. And Jesus is saying that actually he does bear witness about himself. His testimony is true. It has the backing of the Father. He knows where he came from, where he's going. Um, and so basically claiming authority to know his own truth, his own self, and um, that he doesn't need them bearing witness and agreeing with him. Um, and so it's interesting that these are together because you have a woman who in this culture that is very patriarchal, she is being condemned um, by the witness of these men. She's not given a voice. And then you have um, Jesus claiming his authority and claiming his voice in the same um, written space of this chapter. And so looking at this story of the woman, um, I did a little kind of reading into it for some alternative thoughts from maybe what I have heard it interpreted as um, through that lens of injustice and being from a patriarchal culture. And so in the Jewish law, a woman can be um, accused of adultery for lots of different reasons. And then men were what much more exempt from the consequences of that kind of behavior. And because women were considered basically um, property. And so you have this woman, and I mean, even if a woman was raped and she was didn't scream loud enough, so she doesn't have other people bearing witness to the injustice she experienced, um, then she would still be stoned because she did not get to bear witness for herself. She was not in charge of her own truth. Um, a man and other people had to give that to her. And so she is brought before Jesus, and we don't know what the story is. They're claiming that she committed adultery, but they're trying to set Jesus up. They're political enemies, basically. Um, and so we don't know what actually happened for her. We, do, we can assume that there was injustice taking place, I think. Um, and Jesus asks them, um, or says, let him who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her. And I, in just kind of reading up on it, there's questions being asked about, is it that he's saying just you as a general populace also have sins? Is it vague? Because the Pharisees were pretty convinced of their um, righteousness and sinlessness. Or was it more personal that he's saying, you guys contributed to this. You either set her up or you were part of the injustice that was done against her. Um, we don't know. And then 
um, once they leave, Jesus said, woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She says, no one, Lord. And Jesus says, neither do I condemn you. Go from now and sin no more. So this now on sin no more, I read, can also be interpreted. And the um, translation is actually more like, don't act in a way that would make you guilty of violating the law. Like basically be careful, give them no reason to accuse you anymore. Um, rather than saying that she sinned, it's more of like, careful, their laws are tricky. Um, and he's saying, has anyone condemned you? And she doesn't say, yes, me. Like Jesus often offers forgiveness, but in this case, he's not. He's saying, I don't condemn you. Go from here. What if she's saying, I don't even condemn myself. I did nothing wrong here. I think that's an interesting alternate reading because it places Jesus rather than kind of going along with the idea and then he just gives arbitrary grace to her. What if, as we see him often doing, he's standing up against an oppressive and unjust system in which this woman is trapped and given no voice? And he is... um He's giving her the authority to bear witness about herself and supporting that witness just as he um, claims and owns his own authority as God and Father, which are both the same. Just some wandering wonderings for you, um, and I hope you have a good Wednesday.